This is the 365 Message Center show, and this week we're going to be covering off uh, automatic transcription for videos that we upload uh, to SharePoint, to Yammer, shouldn't that be Engage, and Office.com. There's a, a name change to Azure AD, uh, from Azure AD to Microsoft Entra ID. I think that's the message. We don't need to cover it anymore. And we're also going to manage our file access uh, in Microsoft Search. Results come up, we get to respond. This episode is sponsored by Cloud Ally. IT Admin, your task, if you choose to accept it, is to check that all apps that process your company's data are compliant with our upcoming audits, especially the backup app. Come on, that's impossible. Use Cloud Ally. What the? Cloud Ally provides a 100% audit-ready, encrypted, immutable SaaS backup on AWS S3 storage. It's GDPR, HIPAA, and CCPA compliant and ISO certified with 99.9% .9 uptime. That's amazing. It also has multi-admin access management. TWIFA. Mm-hmm. IP address restrictions and filterable system and security logs. What? It also has redundancy to Glacier and regional backup with global data centers, so your backup solution is completely audit-ready and compliant. Awesome! Cloud Ally protects all your Microsoft 365 data with secure cloud-to-cloud -cloud Amazon S3 backup with unlimited retention. Start your free 14-day trial and never face data loss again. Hello everyone, welcome back to the 365 Message Center show. Guess what, Daniel? This episode, what? as I said earlier, it is sponsored by Cloud Ally, and we have mm -hmm. a special episode to share this week. We interviewed Murray Mosseri from Cloud Ally, that's an open text mm -hmm. company, and he's got some really interesting things to talk about uh, backing up Microsoft 365. Mm -hmm. Indeed. So everyone, uh, check out that episode. Uh, it's a special episode on our channel. Well, it certainly made me think about um, those various different scenarios, but yeah. you'll have to go check that out for the deep dive. Um, hmm. If you haven't considered backing up, well, maybe you should. Yeah. Indeed. So what have we got on this week, Daniel? We've got some interesting uh, topics. Uh, one, especially that was very active on the socials <laughs> uh, with people talking, and I feel like it was rightfully so, but we'll dive into that a little bit. Um, and, uh, I think we're going to see some interesting updates actually in the coming weeks. So mm. no, no spoilers, but, uh, I think we're going to see some interesting stuff. So, yep, definitely. Yeah. So you know what to do people. Uh, if, yeah. if this is the first time you've checked in this episode out and our show, then, uh, just mosey on down to, was it mosey on up? No, it's just below the video. That's right. The subscribe button. It's over on Daniel's side of the screen. Can you just point Indeed. to it, Daniel? It is right there. Right about there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yep. you know what to do. It's it's just it's glowing there for you. All right. And make sure you hit us up on the socials. We are on all the socials that matter, and even a couple that don't give a hill of beans about. We're at three. I got you on there. MCS. <laughs> so make sure you check us out there, and you know, give us some feedback on the socials. We'd love to interact with you there. So just make sure you tag us. So we can see it. And for those on the audio podcast, make sure you give us a rating. That helps other people find the podcast and join in on the fun. 
We do really appreciate it. Indeed. So Let's Daniel, dive in, Daryl. Yes. If if we can, I'd like to learn how we can browse by people in OneDrive. Well, that that's an interesting concept, right? We usually go to a OneDrive because it's a place that we find our files. Some of us have developed a habit around also using something of a files explorer for other places we store files, your sites, your teams. But I haven't really felt the desire to search for people until now in OneDrive. Browse files by people in OneDrive, MC635976. Man, I, I, I actually just want to jump straight through to this animation. Let's uh, blow this up on the screen. Whoops, where did it go? There it is. Blow it up. Full screen. I need to talk you through this, uh, uh, people listening on the podcast. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, come on. It's still small. Yeah, Daniel's silently just shaking his head. And you know what? The quality's not that great either. <laughs> so it's not. That's a huge fail. You're just going to have to talk us. You're going to have to talk not only the audio podcast is. listeners, but also the on video. You're gonna yeah, to... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll go to my whiteboard and draw it up. <clears throat> So what we are seeing in this demonstration in OneDrive is you'll be able to search for a person that you're working with and you will get um, a list of results of people that match that, great. Uh, and you can click on that person and you'll see all the files that you have uh, been working on or um, are shared with you that you can go through and, and check out. Of course, all of these things are, are permission trimmed. You'll only see what you can you can truly see and have permission. Um, but what we also like is that you can pin a person that you might work with frequently. So they'll be at the top of the list and you can uh, check out that content. So I, th I think, Daniel, what I'm seeing in, in this animation, this loop, looped um, uh, GIF, GIF, <gasps> I just about started a war there, GIF, wow. <clears throat> uh, is... <laughs> is that there's this almost like a film strip thing too, uh, a mm -hmm. couple of ways to see it. When it is pinned, uh, then you get almost a full sort of thumbnail of, of that thing that someone might have been working on. You know, the thumbnails never really are that interesting in reality for me, like when I see these things, yeah, unless they're slides. Unless they're slides, and yeah. I think you, I think that's, hey, people, let's let's do better. Uh, with our that slide that so everybody knows what it is. Put a cover picture on our word docs. Come on, uh, right? Um, I, I think you're right that that thumb strip, thumb strip, thumbnail, film strip. I don't that's know. That's the one. That's the one. Uh, um, I think that's. It looks pretty cool. Um, I hope it's functional. Mm. Um, it and it. I think it would be nice to you know you see an update there and you don't have to dive in. You go like, oh, they updated that document you know, and be able to take a look. So I think that's kind of cool. You know, uh, I did say that um, you you start from search, but if you take a closer look at the message, um, and maybe these ones are probably just as poor in terms of quality. In fact, I can't mm -hmm. even click on it. Um, you, you actually have a browse by option, right? You can go mm -hmm. onto the side panel, click browse by, and that'll people. also bring up people. Yeah. I will say the image, um, so the, the GIF there is a terrible quality. 
However, the two images that are in the message are actually really good quality. Um, mm. Great to zoom in. They're they're thirty two hundred by eighteen hundred. Um, so <laughs> just tells me in the browser. Um, so yeah, you're able to browse by people and have kind of that landing spot to say, hey, I can browse by who I'm sharing documents with mm-hmm. you know, back and forth. Yeah. So a nice, a nice way. I think this was all part of that theme we heard earlier of uh, people-centric mm-hmm. um, files or mm-hmm. people-centric um, browsing. I think that was what it was. I'm having trouble here with the browser itself, so maybe I'll just exit this page and come back to it. Um, but that is maybe you could read out what the dates are, Daniel. Will I find absolutely? My way back to the I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Standard release beginning late July and expected completed by early September. So it's Excellent. a little bit of a rollout time. Yeah, yeah, and, that'll take a little while. Well, and I remember this is probably one of those, and it doesn't say it specifically, but it may be that some people will see it before others as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't say that in the message, but. Um, this might be one of those that does that. We tend to see that more often with things like OneDrive updates, don't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. Well, um, look, this is something else that, that you can fill us in on, Daniel, that, that um, I'm sure it's also part of uploading stuff to OneDrive, but, but what, what else are we looking at here? Yeah, this is automatic transcription for video uploads to SharePoint Online, Yammer, and Office com mc635989 and this is indeed when uploading videos to those services you'll be able to transcriptions will be done automatically um, and it's a shortly after upload uh, so this is nice right you don't have to um, it, it's not just for meetings you know that happen in teams this will be for those videos that you upload. This is a short and sweet message. Um, it'll be on by default. You can disable it. And, you know, of course it says there's nothing. And I mean nothing you need to do for this other than, you know, maybe tell your users that it's actually happening. <laughs> um, so, or even you know, that it's there to benefit right, from. Exactly. Um, so the languages, I think the supported languages right now, if you go to the help document is um, the Cantonese, uh, Danish, English, US, of course, French, Italian, Japanese, Portuguese, and Spanish. Um, so, be able to uh, get those transcriptions, which I think are awesome. I use them all the time to try to search for when somebody said something. They're amazing. So these will begin rolling out late July and completed rollout late August. Can I ask, as yeah, I'm, a, I'm sure you can. A, a U.S. English speaking person, mm-hmm. um, do you find the transcription is fine for some that speak U.S. English, but it doesn't transcribe so well for someone with an accent. Um, I th- I have, as someone who, you know, some people tell me I have an accent. I don't believe them, but it is. I find it very spot on. I, okay. Every once in a while, there'll be something where it'll um, be kind of goofy, but it, it's generally speaking, it's, it's spot on. Hmm. I 100% will acknowledge that other countries 
that speak some form of English um, may not be able to use this with U.S. English as a setting, right? Uh, and it do a great job of it. But mm. um, I would uh, I would still assume it would be a good job, but it might find some issues. No surprises uh, that, you know, in my experience, mm. uh, it's got to go through a number of layers to get it right. <laughs> mm. Well, I mean... And let's not blame the service here. No. I typically don't understand a word you say. And so I have to take a pause and reprocess things. So I that, totally understand. That, that's often why Daniel takes a long time to get my jokes in the punchline. Because I have to type the captions and send it through to him later. We're yeah, always live in chat. That's why his jokes don't land well. Yeah. So moving right along, uh, tell me, Daryl... Uh, this is, I think we're going to have to careful now. camp. We're going to have careful. to camp out on this one. Um, tell me why I'm losing active directory. I, I said careful. I, know. I said careful. Okay. And you were careful because well, if you said any more than that, you would have said the message yeah. and it's done. So yeah. careful. All right. Ready people. This is the fastest message that we've ever done on Message Center. Azure AD is becoming Microsoft Entra ID. MC637368. We're done. Let's move on. Oh, come on, Daryl. Give us a little bit more. Oh, okay. Um, the service has been renamed and it made big news in socials. Uh, it, it did. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. To be frank, to be honest, okay, while it seems like it's just a rename, um, it is actually quite significant because Azure AD is part of everything in Microsoft 365, among other things. So um, we were actually talking about this, that there's another product, Yammer, going to Viva Engage, taking some time going through its renaming. Earlier than that, Office 365, Microsoft 365. Um, some of these changes are quite impactful and they take a while for it to change in product. Even this, right? There, There's a, a message later on that we look at which still references Azure AD, uh, even though it's yeah. now Microsoft Entra ID. Um, do you think, Daniel, that apart from the name change, there's going to be anything significant? It says here, to make transitions seamless for you, the Azure AD URLs, APIs, and authentication libraries are staying the same as are the developer experiences. Yeah, it, it, for how long is the question? I think everyone is asking, is it always going to be that way? Meaning mm. they're going to, what we find is we have really good intentions of saying, okay, backwards compatible, you know, all of your, your programming that you've done to connect to those APIs it's, it's going to work, right? Mm. We're going to rename this, but don't worry. You don't have to change anything. Until whenever <laughs> Microsoft goes, oh, we're tired of upkeeping those uh, PowerShell commands that have Azure AD in them and Intra ID or whatever we're going to call them, the, those commands. Mm. So we're going to retire the Azure AD ones. You know, I think that's the biggest question for people is until when? Yeah. Um, you know, yes, it'll take a while. Even in the message, it says throughout the second half of 2023. And even past then, I think it's there's going to be some renaming going on. Um, but 
yes, for now, those things you listed, the URLs, APIs, libraries, mm. are all staying the same. Great. It's Until just interesting when they're not. <laughs> seeing different approaches to, to name changes, which, I mean, mm -hmm. if, yeah, um, eventually it will impact the service. But yeah. Yeah. Um, they have the, it, the so. other thing I wanted to mention, though, on this, Daryl, oh, yeah. is there's actually two messages yeah. for this that are exactly True. the same. One is for identity service. Yep. And the other one is for Dynamics 365 apps. Yeah. There it is. Same it's words. Six, three, it's the same words. It's 637370. Yes. But it's the same stuff. And I found that very odd. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. Formatted okay slightly that? differently because it has an additional tag and the mm. <laughs> and the uh, the lines was it line spacing between mm -hmm. lines is slightly smaller yeah. for this one. But you know, we, we just call these things out because we are the Mises Center show. We care about these things. But it's just interesting. I, I just was like, why? Why are the? And in fact, there was another message that we're not going to cover that was talking about uh, the actual one of the first renamings in 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 um, some of the admin screens you'll start seeing changes from uh, azure ad to intra id um so anyway i just found it interesting that there's hmm. a totally separate one however uh completely the same uh, message uh indeed well maybe we should switch over to talking about file access um okay and whether I should have access. I don't think you should. No. Nope. Manage file access in Microsoft Search in Bing, mm -hmm. Office.com, SharePoint, and Feed. Which That's feed? Quite a, um, <laughs> the feed. Um, oh. All the feeds. I don't know. Uh, MC64407. Um, so this is an interesting, I think, functionality that... And, and and it's interesting, but it's also it's interesting the way they've positioned it. Even in the message, the aim of the feature. So mm -hmm. what I'm let me tell you what it is. In search results, there will be a set a, a option in the file action menu that is who can see this, and it's a shortcut to show who has access. And if you have permissions, if you're the owner or you have permissions to edit permissions, right, uh, like an owner does, then you're going to be able to change permissions right there as well. So this is nice to be able to, when you're viewing, you're like, oh, that document's showing up for me. Cool. Who who can actually see this? And um, you can understand why you can see it, right? So you can go in and say, who can see this? Wow, everyone can see this. Or or, or, you know, I feel like it could also be used. I'm not saying it should be used this way, but it could be used by saying, I'm going to go search for, you know, that document that I just uploaded and see who has access to it. Um, obviously, there's a better way to do that to see hmm. who has access. But uh, to be able to, does it show up in search? Oh, why? It does show up in search. And who has access to it? So. Yeah. It's it's a interesting concept here, but uh, what do you think, Daryl? Well, I think one of the intentions behind it is to help um, us tidy up what we shouldn't be saying, maybe. Mm. Like you know, when this is the concern for 
it was in Delve, it's in like graph stuff, it's, it's mm. you know, why is it, why are these results turning up in my feed? Um, should I be seeing that document? And, you know, the, the problem we have is with, with oversharing that sometimes things are put in places where they shouldn't be. And so they do turn up in search results. Um, but if the intention is that, oh, this document, it is in my search results. Hmm, should I be seeing that? Oh, I don't think so. Let me fix that for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're suggesting that if, and and it even says it in the message. Let, yeah. let me read this and then Do let's it. talk. The aim of this feature is to help users understand why they are seeing a file. Because remember people, when you do a search, it's only files you have access to, right? So that's all that's showing up anyway. Yeah. So understand why, why they are seeing a file in their search results and adjust its, its permissions as needed more easily. So even, <laughs> which I think what you described was like, really? Uh, no, that's probably not. No, that's exactly what they're saying. The aim of this feature yep. is you find documents you shouldn't see yep. or that you have questions of why you're seeing it and then you adjust that, right? So <laughs> if I have managed permissions, right? If I have managed permissions on a file and I go and say, oh, why am I saying, I shouldn't be seeing this. And no. I go and manage it. I can remove myself. Yeah, that's it. You're supposed to... You're supposed to cut yourself off like a good, honest person. Right. But what if the reason why you see it is it's because someone managed the permissions wrong. Okay. Yeah. And they put everyone on it. Yep. When they weren't supposed to, but yep. they did. Yeah. But that's the way they gave permission. So when you cut off everyone, then no one can get to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I see it in this feature that one of the things that'll tell you is do you have permission to change yeah, permissions? So at least there's that. We're being we're we're, we're having fun here, people. Yeah, we are. Th this is this is a good thing. Now the whole like, wait a minute, why am I seeing this? You know, um, I think organizations have struggled with this for so long about people not managing permissions correctly, share oversharing, and not understanding the implications. Right, this. Uh, security by obscurity. Yeah. If I don't put it on the homepage, <laughs> then no one will find it anyway. That is yeah. not true, people. Search exists, and you know people are using search a lot, and that's how they find documents. Mm. So um, anyway, rolling out to all of those endpoints mid July, and expected to be completed by late Ju uh, August. I will say you said which feed. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't say no. at all. So I'm guessing it's the Microsoft 365 feed. Yes. However, you have forms of that feed mm -hmm. in lots of different mm -hmm. places. And I even had Indeed. a discussion with someone on socials recently. It was, uh, oh, it was about the feed and Outlook. Right? Mm -hmm. So we have a feed there, but it's not the same feed as the feed that was over there. And then we've got a feed that's in, anyway. Yeah. Where, where the know, documents are presented. <laughs> you know what, Daryl, though, moving along, moving I think um, I just I would like a reminder, uh, maybe an outlook uh, to check all those feeds. You set yourself a recurring <laughs> appointment to go in and confirm your permissions on all your files. I'm sure that'll right. be a fun exercise. 
um, introducing the reminders window in the new Outlook for Windows Preview. MC63833. Let me just clarify which Outlook are we talking about? We've gone from which feed to which Outlook. We have, we have in the works, and we have for some time, uh, the Outlook client, which looks very much like Outlook on the web. Um, it is, you know, uh, packaged up, which which what feels like a, a progressive web app. Do you like that? I, I drew the the window. Yeah. <laughs> I put a for all you it. audio listeners, he just did like a little square thing and went. That's yeah, what he was yeah. doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Australians would think that I was I was a referee signaling to can we have a video playback? Video review. <laughs> yeah, yes. video review. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the the Outlook new version of Outlook that uh, is very much driven from the web. Uh, and Outlook Web Access. Uh, it is and was recently been announced as the the app that will replace uh, the mail app in Windows. So that's why in the title it's talking about being Outlook for Windows Preview, I believe. Anyway, um, what has been missing, even in the Web Access uh, experience, because Daniel, you use this in the browser a lot, I do too, uh, is a reminders window that pops up is its own thing on your desktop, pops up over the top of your other work and remind you. I think you and I, surely, like sometimes there'll be a, a meeting that's coming up or a, something that's reminding us, and it's a reminder somewhere in that tab, somewhere in that browser, somewhere underneath the other windows. And you just don't see it. You it's don't just, see it. Yeah. So yeah. that's what they're adding is a separate window that will pop up, will show you those reminders, and, and yeah, you'll see your notifications there. Uh, here is how users can enable it. Hopefully it'll be enabled by, by default, but it's under settings, general and notifications. This is one which has a, I should have had this up here while we were talking about it. So uh, a few different examples of reminders. Mm. Uh, this one, yeah, they're all, they're all meetings. They've got those little, what do they call those things again? They're not emojis. Icons? You know, when you, oh, now they have like a, oh, you know, when you're, you're creating the appointment and you can change the symbol, yeah. but I forget the name yeah. of the word. But it guesses at the symbol. It does. Yeah. yeah. Sign up. It, for right one. here it says board meeting. It's chats, apparently. Yoga class shows weights, which <laughs> I don't think yoga does weights, but it's doing exercise, so yeah. it uses weights. But I like that, board meetings, and it's, oh, they just chat, you know. Whereas the team <laughs> retreat um, has picked out the icon for the, the calendar. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, this is what the window will look like. Great addition. Will it help people to uh, to switch over and try it out? Maybe. It's one of the things that's kind of important to us is we don't lose our... Yeah. No notifications. Well, I think it, and, and it's off by default oh, unless they're migrated settings, you know, when they, if they migrate their settings from the Outlook client, because mm. this is the replacement for Outlook yes. eventually as well. Mm. The Outlook app, um, the desktop app or whatever they, yep. What that terminology. Outlook for windows. Outlook for windows. That's right. Um, so it will uh, be off by default unless um, those migrated settings say otherwise, unless you have that. So um, I think I'm going to be turning it on just to yeah. let you know, because I feel like this is one thing that I get that's missing and no pun intended, but you know, 
that's one of those like, oh, I had a meeting. <laughs> I, I, I have a meeting right now and I totally forgot because just like you're saying, there was some reminder in some tab in the mm-hmm. browser at some point. Sometimes that's why it's good to have this thing on your desk. So when it does yeah. flash up and it's, oh, that's right. Yeah, I can see the meeting. For those on um, the audio podcast, he's this brought thing. up his phone. I've held way. up my phone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank anyway. you for your consideration, you're Daniel. You're yes. Good at, you're good at this. This is uh, rolling out. Uh, <laughs> it has begun to roll out to those trying the preview and will be completed in mid-August. Hmm. Um, Daniel, let's, let's yes. finish on. Okay. Let's finish on something that was interesting to us both, but we probably won't, <laughs> either of us will actually get access to it because we probably. work remotely, but I don't think the organizations we work with also have this kit. Tell me about well, it. Yeah, this, <laughs> thanks. That's a good setup, Daryl, is this is kind of interesting, but nobody's going to use it. You can it. tune Great. out now if you want to, everyone. <laughs> what a downer. true. <laughs> Cloud IntelliFrame. A new way to see people in Teams rooms. MC six four two two six five. Yes, it's Teams rooms. So there is, uh, I would say, a smaller portion of users and Teams actually have Teams rooms devices and set up. So you're right. Um, but really, this is addressing an issue I think uh, for Teams rooms device that. Uh, probably most of us have experienced, even if uh, I experienced it before pandemic, um, it, it, where you have a Teams device that has a, in fact, I saw this in uh, OCS back in the day. You have a Teams device, you know, with a nice camera, 360 even camera, everyone's sitting around desk maybe, or and, and um, when you're in the meeting as not in that room, all you see is this kind of panoramic view of people or a mm. big, and you don't really get to see details of people or how they're reacting. Cause it's kind of a big space, right? Mm. Let put in this window. Um, so what this is going to do is actually identify individual people in the room and zoom in on them to create them their own people square, their own, well, it's probably a rectangle, in the meeting so that you can actually you know see their face and and uh, or whatever is being shown because remember they're in a meeting so uh, it might be the side of their face uh, because they're not looking at the camera they're looking at something else they're looking at what's being presented in the room or they're looking at someone else in the room and the camera's at the front of the room whatever mm-hmm. um but it will zoom in on them and so that you can see facial expressions and things that are going and I think get a little bit more interaction um, actually it represents more of if you're actually in the room, right? You know, when you're in, in a meeting online with everybody individually at their desk or whatever, everyone's staring at you, you know, you're, you're all looking at each other. That's not what happens in a, in a meeting. Well, you know, maybe it is for Daryl. They, they, you know, they laugh at all his jokes. And so they're always looking at him without transcription. But, right. But, um, so it will give that capability. So now there's going to be camera models that support this, right. And there's a listing there, but the other kind of layer to this, we, we talked about one layer being teams rooms devices, right. 
The other layer is that pro license, um, that Teams room on Windows with a pro license. Uh, and these cameras will be able to do this. Now, um, so this was interesting, this message. I was like, oh, this is cool, you know, being able to see this and zoom in on people. Um, but then I saw a, a Twitter message by a uh, individual who's a, a fellow MVP. It's Tom. Um, and... And how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, Arbuthnot. Arbuthnot. Um, and he was mentioning this. He mentioned a message that we don't have. Uh, it's not in our, I guess it's a targeted message. It's MC644077. Um, but we don't have it, so we can't talk up, you know, show it on the screen. But it's about face enrollment mm. with this people recognition. So... If you couple that with the message we're talking about here, it's basically allowing users to say to to uh, for teams to take pictures of them, okay, and store that and their voice, so that when this thing works and zooms in on them, it recognizes <laughs> them and their voice and then tags them, okay, and puts their name in the yeah. rectangle, not just blank, which is what's in this message. So, Daryl, can you envision this where you're, you walk into a meeting um, and you, you go into the office. You, you've gone to the office, before, you know, recently. Mm. Yep, yep. You know, you know that. I mean, so people are doing this. It's not like it's a, a gone away of the dodo bird. Um, so you go into a room with 10 other people in the meeting. How do you capture the people that attended the meeting? Someone has to write it down, right? Because yeah. they're all in there in a, in a team's meeting. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine this improving that kind of flow of, yeah. of you know, attendance? And what else can you think of that would make this, make it better if it recognizes each person that's there automatically? I think, that I, I always found it hard going, attending online meetings where people were in the room, 10 people there, five online and the, the, the in-the-room people were this distant boardroom or, or long table and and people off to the distance. And when someone speaks, uh, you can't really tell that it, who was it in the room, you know, like who was it that was actually mm -hmm. speaking. Um, this is going to help equalize a bit more of that experience without, I don't know, like it still requires Teams room compatible gear. Um, but I do like the idea that if it recognizes who you are, that that's also going to to solve a problem around transcripts as well, I guess. that um, Actually, there are a lot of people, a lot of people in, in like leadership-type positions or who are in meetings a lot that don't even bring their laptop along, right? So they're, they're, bringing, they're going into these meetings, and, and that's the sort of thing that we're going to benefit from is... What did they say? Mm -hmm. We can see them. We can see their expressions. Yeah, I, I can't, I'm almost a little jealous that um, I won't get to experience this much uh, unless I visit a client that has Teams Room Kit and has upgraded. But I think it's it's great. Yeah, and just imagine those intelligent recaps that yeah shows who was talking when that you know does those recaps of what was said by whom and mm. and when. Um, 
for task and all that. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I agree with you. I'm probably not going to run into it too much um, with inside my organization, any at all, but hopefully I will uh, with clients. So this will be rolling out commercial tenants mid-August, expected to be completed by early September, actually. GCC and GCC High will be rolled out by mid-August, which is interesting because the way that's phrased, that means they're going to get it before standard release but that's not true i'm guessing that it's going to basically going to be rolling out at the same time the experience is not available though in dod now um not entirely sure why yet um you know this message itself is not talking about those other features that we were talking about with um storing your picture and your voice and recognizing you um so not sure why dod won't get it uh, just yet so hopefully they will get it uh, eventually. Um, so anyway, that is our show this week. Uh, we had some uh, interesting conversations here, and I really appreciate yeah. you, Daryl, uh, with your knowledge uh, coming, bringing that to the table. It was some some really good conversations. Really appreciate that. Well, I hope everyone else does too. Because oh, sure you know, it, it shows in the it shows in the stats, man. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> So uh, make sure that uh, you subscribe, chat us up on the socials at 365MCS. We'd like to hear your viewpoints on all these messages. And did we miss a message? I know we did because we had quite a few that we were not able to cover this week. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> so we'd like to hear maybe, maybe, did we miss a message that you wanted to get some opinion on? Let us know. Maybe we'll do a short on it. So um, hit us up at 365MCS everywhere that matters. Thank you so much, everyone. All right. See you next week.